What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, a podcast where we like to travel across a multiverse and visit the fandoms that we love. Today, we'll be traveling to the MCU to talk about Moon Knight, Episode 5, Asylum. But I'm not here to do it alone. I have my two alternate personalities joining me today. First of all, I got the the smart personality, the personality that's going to college and can play the rock and cello. Parker, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. All right, and my other personality, Micah Hat. Micah, how are you? Man, I feel like I've got uh, uh, jet lag because I, I watched this one at 2. I watched oh, this at 2 a.m. I woke <laughs> up this morning and got a couple texts from you. <laughs> yeah, it was, whew. man, uh, I took a nap after I got home from work yesterday just so I could stay up to watch this episode. <laughs> I was up till almost 3.30. Just, man, <laughs> it was awesome. I agree. This was a fantastic mm-hmm. episode. But with that being said, let's let's get out our sling rings, boys. Let's hop in our TARDIS and hit that hyperdrive, because we're going to the MCU. I can't tell the difference between my waking life and dreams. Can I tell you a secret? Your mind is a pendulum swinging between realities. Your identities are not something to be feared, but something to be welcomed. This is the best, worst day of my life. All right, before we get too far into this, uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to give us a five-star review if, if you like our stuff, of course, and make sure you're following us to stay up to date on everything we're doing. And also check us out on Instagram at Multiverse Monologues or YouTube, where we post clips of the podcast every week. But yeah, from this point on, there are spoilers ahead. Ooh. But let me just ask you guys this. I'll address Micah first. Micah, what did you think of this episode of Moon Knight? Well... Uh, if I had to choose if this episode was going to be cast off the boat into the, what is it, the sands of unbalanced hearts or the field of reeds, I'd say this one b- belongs in the field of reeds. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> Just based on that sentence alone, you could tell this episode was jam-packed with so much lore. So much backstory, oh, yeah. and I ju- there's no better place to start than the beginning of this episode. So instead of resuming right where last week left off, we jump back to the asylum where Arthur and Stephen are discussing. Anything stand out to you guys about this scene? Man, this episode answered questions, I will say that. Man, we uh, we got answers of this isn't real. This this asylum is fake. Uh, it's well, a, it an is organized... Real principle an organizing principle yeah it is real it's just the afterlife so yeah yeah not it's not of the earth it's yeah it's a uh, uh, uh yeah it's the underworld right is that what it's called yeah mm. yeah so i think we can it's established that everything with tauret and the boat is real but i think based on just arthur's dialogue in the opening scene you can mm. deduct that everything in the asylum is fake and all in Mark's head mm-hmm. is what I'm thinking. Yeah, uh, I thought that was super cool how they 
answered questions. Yeah, I, I thought going in this episode we were going to have no answers to any questions if it was anything like the Jeff Lemire run, how you were describing last week, how it left you with more questions than answers. Um, I, I think they did an awesome job and uh, of answering the, the questions and also bringing up even more questions by the end of the episode, which we'll get into. But, um, yeah, Parker, did, were there any new um, elements of Egyptian culture that you saw um, that you learned about for the last episode? Other than, like, the whole, like, underworld and afterlife stuff, I don't think there was. Hmm. Um, yeah, they brought up the underworld, how you got to weigh your heart against the feather of... I don't know what the feather was. Feather of truth or something. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then, I mean, it cuts to Taurette. We get some dialogue from her, and she she welcomes Mark and Steve into the, I think it's called the Duat, the Egyptian yes. underworld. Mm-hmm. And she basically just tells them that they have to, she's their guide to the afterlife, but in order to go to either the, what was it? The field of dreams or uh, field, of <laughs> field of dreams, <laughs> field of reeds, the field of reeds. I remember that? that from seventh grade history <laughs> class. Uh, yeah. So I remember the field of reeds. Um, but yeah, this, what would you guys think of Towerit in general? I liked her. You liked her? Mm-hmm. I thought she was, uh, the character that she needed to be, you know, her guide, kind of a, kind of an aid through this, this crazy world, but why do you think she was so flustered in the way she moved about things? Like, she didn't know things right off the bat. She had to look at her cards and stuff. What was up with that? Well, she said that not many souls come by her anymore. Hmm. Um, yeah, we also get some lore dump that there are multiple afterlives for all different kinds of people. Okay. So I'm just assuming that Stephen and Mark are just this different, and she hasn't really had anyone come by in a while. And we also get a name drop of the Ancestral Plane, which is the, the place T'Challa visits in Black Panther. Oh, I didn't catch that. They they mentioned that? Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, Taurit addresses it by name. Wow. All right. <laughs> I guess it would make sense that she hadn't had anyone in a while, seeing as how nobody really worships the Egyptian gods anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would explain. So with... Um, Amit killing people off, does that make them go to this underworld automatically, like regardless of... Yes, because okay. so the way it worked was when you die, you go to the underworld and you stand before Osiris and Amit was the one who would take your heart out and weigh it, which is why people didn't like her because she was the one who made a bunch of people go to... I forget what they called the, where the bad place was, but like sands. where they got like buried in the sands. Yeah, the sands of unbalanced hearts. <laughs> so, um, since Amit can judge people, those souls were the ones that would have gone to the sands anyways. Mm. So she was just quickening the process. Though that means that Arthur Harrow has succeeded in his goal of. Reviving her. Does that mean that Stephen was an entirely other soul in Mark Spector's body? Because if he was just an imaginary um, second personality, wouldn't Mark be able to just re-summon him? I don't think this is the end of 
Steven is what I'm saying. No, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I really like Steven. Because how would how would it, it would make sense uh, character arc wise to kill Steven off there, and then that would be how Mark gets over this uh, this trauma that he experienced in his early life. Uh, but I I think for this last episode we need Steven is such a, a loved character by everyone, and um, we didn't have any closure with Layla with Steven. And we certainly didn't get any closure with Stephen and Mark, really, in some aspects, too. They, sure, they agreed uh, on some things, but they didn't get over anything from the Earth aspect. They only got over past things. Yeah. But you do have to remember that Mark doesn't control what Stephen does. Mm. Stephen is an entirely different personality, entirely different memories inside of him. So, And the fact that they were split there, I would say... He probably is considered a separate soul. Okay. Yeah, but so if what I think this is leading to is Kanchu resurrecting Steven in our real timeline or resurrecting Mark in our real time timeline. So if Steven fell into these sands, when Mark is resurrected, would Steven be resurrected also? Or is his soul just... I would assume so since it's a damaged part of uh, Mark's brain, right? Mm-hmm. That's well, what I think. I don't know how this lines up with like Egyptian mythology, but it seems like Mark has to get to what Tarek called Osiris's gates, which I assume is how he'll get back to the living. Mm -hmm. um, but since Stephen is left behind in the sand, I don't think he'll be able to go. Though maybe Osiris will be like, oh yeah, I recognize that you won't be able to do what you need to do without Stephen's help. Oh, okay. So you think they're going to make an exception? So they're, they're going to make like two exceptions. They're going to say, oh, okay, so we need you to take down Ahmet. We need, oh, three exceptions. We need you to, we need to revive Kanshu, and then we also need to revive Steven all to get this job done. Yeah, because I, I imagine Mark being like, I can't do this without Steven. Yeah. I need Steven. He's part of me. Yeah, so they're going to visit Osiris. What do we know about Osiris so far? Osiris was the ruler of the underworld. He, his avatar was the one in the suit and tie. I think was the leader of the Ennead uh, when we saw that meeting. So he would have the power to send Mark back to his body. Um, and then if he also frees Khonshu, then yeah, Khonshu yeah. can heal him of that bullet yes. wound that he took. Mm. So he is the one who put Khonshu on that wall. Yes. Of statue. Yeah. So he would, yeah. So, so Kanchu has to be revived first. We have to see Layla revive Kanchu. I think that's what's going to play out in the next episode. Well, I think um, one of the avatars can go in and take the statue of Kanchu and just mm. free him. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I think Layla's going to be the one to convince them to do that because they hinted at it this episode. They're like, yeah, we need Layla to uh, move mm. something up there. So do you yeah. want to discuss the, the memories? Yes, so that's the next scene. Mark and Steven walk through the hallways, and it's kind of like inside out. You know, I was getting inside <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> They're walking through his brain looking at different mm -hmm. scenes, and, you know, they walk past one room where you see Moon Knight beating up uh, a jackal. Yeah. That awesome bathroom scene, man, from episode one. Was that one or two? That was the one. end of one, end, yeah. yeah. End of one. Also one First of the... First time we saw Moon Knight suit up. Mm. One of the two times we've seen Moon Knight suit up, right? <laughs> Or three? Yeah, three, three times. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy how little Moon Knight we've gotten in this movie. Yeah, show. it's it's weird. We, we didn't get him for two episodes now. 
Pikachu's been been gone. So yeah, this is mm. we we finally see Moon Knight suit up again in this episode, but that's only because that was his origin. Um, mm. I, I which is really cool. Yeah, it was it was a cool origin. Um, I it, this episode really shows that they did push the budget towards these last two episodes. I'm assuming the last episode's gonna have something extravagant with it because this episode was pretty much full CGI. And unless it was a flashback, well, everything in that boat, all of those mm-hmm. uh, zombie dudes, those were all CGI. Uh, a, a lot of the budget went to this episode, I can see. Um, so, yeah, uh, some of those memories were really cool. I, I love the, um, we, we get the, the tease with, oh, is it Jake? Is yeah, it Jake? I, wrote, oh, I don't recognize this, this scene. Do you? And he's like, yeah, well, it's just, it's just a whatever scene. Yeah, my Mark notes. knew exactly what that was. Yeah, my notes I wrote, Jake Lockley with two exclamation points. I did too. I, I did too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that a taxi? That, that's Jake. They're teasing us. You know? But then, you know, Mark walks through a door. Mm. And he walks into the room. Mm. And it's just full of those zombified or dead bodies. Mm. And, you know, yeah. Stephen and Mark talk about it. And he, Stephen's like, these are all the people you've killed? Were they all the people that Mark killed or all the people that Mark and... Jake killed. I think it's just the ones that Mark killed. I think it's just the people that yeah. Mark killed because he's walking through it. And yeah, he, he would have been like, oh, I don't recognize this one. Yeah, he's talking about how each thing has stuck with him. Yeah. But then they see a little boy running through the room. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Steven chases after him. Which is Mark weird as he's like, part of the kill count. Like, he didn't directly kill him, <laughs> as, I, we, as we see. <laughs> like we said, who knows the rules of Mark's rooms and yeah. his brain. Yeah, as they're exploring it, so I don't, I don't necessarily think he killed the boy, but or was it, was it his brother? That was his brother. That was yeah. His brother. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that was um, leading le- right after that is the biggest scene of this whole episode. Yeah. We get yeah. so many name drops, so many character reveals, oh, so yeah. many backstory things. So we learned a lot. Yeah, Parker, you wanna you wanna start us off? What do you think about the uh, the whole situation there with Mark and his mom and his Man. brother? I was not expecting like any of that now either. <laughs> so who theorized that Stephen was new to Mark? Was that I you? did? Yeah, I thought that Stephen was Ooh. new. <laughs> ah, I know, I know. I was Get completely out of wrong. Here, Micah, you're what up. am you're I? What three theories about the show it was wrong? Oh, <laughs> he's not new. He was not created for Layla. Um, well, hold on a second. So he was created for trauma in his life. And things to deal with things that aren't going well. So his personality could have been swayed towards Layla and Layla's personality. I don't know. But I think, Ethan, you, I think you said that Stephen is the life that Mark wanted to have. And I think you see and, that in this yeah. episode also because... Yeah. Stephen only remembers the good of his mom. He lived in the perfect world. Even yeah, we also see where meeting him, where Stephen is trying to please his mom. Still, mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, gotta clean this room up. Gotta make it nice, all clean." And then uh, we also see him uh, pleasing Layla with the knowledge and facts and all that history stuff. So I, I still hold true to my belief for or my theory where uh, he was created for these uh, things that. Mark didn't want to deal with. Yeah, and the episode was played for you to feel sympathetic towards Stephen, mm-hmm. but it just makes the whole story so much more tragic for Mark, because mm-hmm. Stephen, Stephen has avoided all this this trauma, and 
the terrible stuff that's happened. But, yeah, I think that this But Mark's been, yeah. But you also see the realization of, with Steven, that, like, he is not the original. He was created as an escape, as well as, like, he didn't know anything about, like, his mom dying. Yeah. Like, we see that realization uh, in Dr. Harrow's office. Yeah, I think that this episode, if any, it, for me, personally, it made Steven less of a person and more of just a uh a conscience it's, yeah it's not like some things that he said the way that he said it it's more like someone sitting in the background coaching like i want to hear what what he said what happened in that room what happened you know because mark has that um audience superiority almost because he knows what happened he knows exactly what happened and steven was there but Stephen wasn't conscious of it. He wasn't conscious of what was going on there. He just was uh, an escape for Mark. So, yeah, I know that the whole backstory was just great. You meet the the dad, the mom, and you got the names written down, right? Yeah, I got the mom is Wendy. The dad is Elias. Was that it? Yeah, in my notes, I just wrote Wendy sucks, just <laughs> in bold, and I totally agree with that. The, mm -hmm. Just, that that birthday scene, yeah, the, the birthday, birthday yeah. Mo uh, montage was really powerful. How mm. it showed one birthday, and you're like, okay, yeah, where's mom at? She's not even here. And then it shows the next birthday, and it so was like, even worse when she you, was there. You wanted that. You were waiting for something like that to happen. Like, whoa. Yeah, I was taken aback, man. It was, man, I, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine being being held responsible for a brother's death when it wasn't even mm -hmm. his fault like it was a complete accident mm -hmm. they um they steven i mean mark didn't want that to happen but the mom totally made it seem like that so mm -hmm. yeah and in all the interviews going up to the show uh oscar isaac was talking about how they're gonna handle dissociative identity disorder really well in the show mm -hmm. and this is exactly how they say it starts mm -hmm. is with a young with a trauma at a young age and mm -hmm. something like this would definitely definitely do it to someone yeah you crying parker no parker's crying no, no, i no was crying. when i watched this episode. it's a sad oh, episode man. yeah and the emotions you feel during this whole episode we'll we'll get to the funeral scene in a bit but uh i want to keep i want to stay on on these memories before the the death of the mom so um, let's go back to the before the brother dies. So uh, we see a couple things in that scene. We see a goldfish with a smaller fin, Nemo, Nemo type. And he's drawing him, right? Yeah, he's drawing him. brother was drawing. Yeah. Was the goldfish in the apartment ever uh, a one, you know, a smaller fin goldfish? Oh. I I think it probably was. I didn't see it in episode one. I didn't pay attention to it. But Stephen I just did assumed. like he noticed when it was a, it had two fins. Yeah. And when he brought it to the store, the lady said that he was in there yesterday. So, mm. Mark definitely okay, yeah. accidentally Mark. killed the one fin goldfish <laughs> and got it replaced. Or Jake. We don't or Jake know. ate it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Jake ate it. Do you think that's a, is that the theory? <laughs> we don't know anything about Jake. You guys think we'll learn more about Jake? What one episode left? Can they drop a bomb drill on us like that? Man, if if they introduce Jake, it'd be to help revive Steven, I think. 
Oh. Well, think about everything that they have to do next week. Like, we theorized about an hour and a half episode. I think it's going to be an hour and a half. But it, uh, yeah. it probably has to be at this point. Yeah, I, I really think that we're... If they don't introduce Jake, it would be... I don't know when they do it. I don't know when in a different series or a different season. I don't even think it fit in a different season. I think by the end of the season, we have to be introduced to Jake because it just doesn't make sense. Otherwise, um, they... I don't know. What do you think, Parker? Do you think they're going to introduce Jake in this next episode? And then have a I, whole character arc even with him? I don't think they'll go into a character arc with him. Um, or is he just going to be some sort of super sane final boss, last ditch effort to defeat Arthur with Amit? That could be, but that'd would, suck. Yeah, like, <laughs> It'd be epic, but it wouldn't be a good... Yeah, like maybe like Mark's trying to fight him and Conchu's like, all right... It's too much. You gotta bring Jake in now. Mm-hmm. And Mark's like, "What? What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, they only needed to resolve the issues between Mark and Stephen for the souls to be balanced. Yeah. There were only two hearts on that scale. Is Jake gonna even be a factor? Because really, mm-hmm. we've gotten teased. You know, there was that cut scene in episode three. When uh, he kills the followers of Ahmed, and then you get the sarcophagus la- last week. Yeah, and but then they keep dropping could. little things like they make you think that it's going to be Jake, and there's not. There's actually theories that Jake made an appearance in this episode. In the first uh, one of the scenes when he's talking to Arthur, he has a broken nose. Oh yeah, he, I wondered about that. I was like, why does he have a broken nose here? And he and never that? had that in any other timeline, and well, we also see him reaching for. Like a statue to go stab Arthur with it. And very violent tendencies, which we well, theorized. The, the next feet. time after that, we see Mark in Dr. Harrow's office. We see him touch his nose like, wait a minute, there's not blood there anymore. Yeah, mm. I noticed that. Mm. So I think that is Mark there. Because, I mean, when we see Stephen go into the office, um, he doesn't remember anything that Mark experienced. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've gotten enough to demand that we need Jake. Do we need Jake? I think we do. You think we do? Really I think that the, if they're going to introduce all of Moon Knight, this has to be in this next episode. I think just based on the sarcophagus, the sarcophagus scene from last episode, I think that pretty much says Jake exists. Mm-hmm. They just haven't come to terms with that. Yeah, it's the biggest mystery of season one, and if they don't, then if they don't resolve it here are they confirmed for season two no this is a limited, limited series series yeah it has to be introduced here because i don't think it'd be right if they introduce it in a different movie about a different person yeah or in some sort of um what's the 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 group of villains that are banding together or something that i once theorizing sinister six no, no. the <laughs> other one the other one the morbius the, universe has something to do with knights the, the um night or the the dark avengers <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard that one yet. The Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren, <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it'd fit if they introduced Jake in a different show or yeah. a different movie or anything. I think they might be planning to recontract Oscar Isaac, but just are not doing it yet. So we keep guessing mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think we're going to get something with Jake, but it's like, how much can they give us? Because. You got to re- resolve everything with Amit, everything with Arthur, everything with Layla, everything with Mark, everything with Steven yeah. in this final episode. Mm-hmm. So I think all this is just a setup to get 
Moon Knight as an established character. So then, if they want, he can appear in other th- mm-hmm. properties, and we don't such as a uh, Daredevil or Morbius or, or Midnight Suns. Blade or Midnight Suns. That was what I was thinking yep. of. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Do you know anything about Moon Knight, uh, Midnight Suns? Have we gotten anything, any hints of this? Because people are talking about Midnight Suns like crazy. I mean, Oscar Isaac uh, mentioned that he'd love to do a Midnight Sun story. Yeah. So, I don't really know much about Midnight Suns other than it's just a. A band of heroes. It's uh, or anti-heroes. It's uh, Blade. I think Ghost Rider, Punisher's in there. Moon Knight's in there, and I think Daredevil's part of the team sometimes. Mm. So Mm. all I know is that's a that's a wicked cool. I know about uh, Marvel Knights. You know about the Knights? They're all. It's a group that banded together to defeat the Punisher. There's like Daredevil. I think Moon Knight was in there. uh, Ghost Rider or something. I don't know. It's it's a group of. So we, we could see them, too. That's another possibility. Any tease of getting Daredevil back on my screen is, uh, is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Daredevil in this next episode? <laughs> no. <he's> not, <laughs> no. They're not going to throw cameos in this show. Yeah. This, this isn't that kind of show. <laughs> Maybe. If we get like a cameo Blade. from Jake, we'll be happy. Yeah, Blade in the post credit scene. I yeah. think that'd be That would be sick. Yeah. So... Uh, going back to these memories, what did you guys think was in that room? What did you guys think Mark was trying to hide from Stephen? I before it was revealed. What, I, what did we I assumed think? it was that uh, Stephen was the fake personality mm-hmm. that he wasn't real. I I don't remember what I thought uh, he was trying to hide. I was assuming the worst. I was thinking like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna like there's gonna be some sort of pain, some sort of Maybe he's going to die up in that room, and then he's going to be revived somehow by the life of Steven. I don't know. I, I, was, I was really interested in what, where they were going to take it. And I think I was expecting some sort of abuse to be yeah. in that room, but I wasn't expecting Steven to show up there. That's yeah. for sure. I thought that his mom was going to almost beat him to death, but we didn't see very much. It was just uh, an unjust discipline where she doesn't – have she she just beat the heck out of him as yeah. Steven too. Yeah. Why doesn't Steven remember the beatings? Because he was Steven at that time. I think he must have switched back to Mark. I'm not sure what the extent of uh, Steven's capacity is. Because he remembers the bedroom. You know, he remembers living there. Yeah, how but often... But he has, has no recollection of that poster on the wall. If so, Steven really does not know anything about Mark and what's happening with Mark at that same time then maybe Mark and Steven have been coexisting like that throughout this whole show, and we didn't know. Like, I mean, just before the show, during the the, um, the museum and stuff, all of the store, and I don't know. Like, we, it, it opens up that another can yeah. of worms. Like, who knows how long Mark has been jumping in and out, because at the beginning of the show, we, are, we assume that Steven's been in control for a very long time, and Mark took a back seat. But well, who knows? I think Mark's been able to see through Steven's eyes yeah, yeah. this whole time. Because, like, um, when uh, Steven and Layla kiss last episode, Mark punches Steven. But there's and no then mirror. knocks him down the stairs. <laughs> we yeah, didn't talk about that. But there's no mirrors around. Mm-hmm. So I think he can see he just can't feel probably the pain that was filled when his mom was beating him. Yeah. Um, that would be my guess. Yeah, so I'm thinking Mark remembers everything, and Stephen is 
what we call an unreliable narrator. Yeah. Is whatever Mark wants Stephen to forget, he has the ability to do that. It, Mark well, still thinks he's, or Stephen still thinks when he calls his mom, he's talking to her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And well, um, Mark remembered. He knows, he knew what was in that door. Yeah. 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 Even though it was Stephen who experienced it. So maybe so, Mark remembers all of it, Stephen remembers the best of it. And then Jake remembers the worst of it. That's where all that pain goes to. That's where all the 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 bad memories go to, exclusively to Jake. So that's why he had that busted nose. That's why he uh, has all this rage in him mm. is because he has all this revenge built up. Mm. So yeah. I, I think that could be very well worth. But Jake Mark, from Mark definitely remembers. Yeah, Mark remembers. So Mark knows all of it. Yeah. Jake only knows the the worst of it. And then Stephen only remembered his mom as a good person, because we saw that. Uh, oh no, mom, mom was a good person. You know, yeah, he was in de- denial for yeah. the whole episode, and much. he didn't even know she was dead. Yeah, or he wouldn't even accept that. Oh man, that was a. Uh, do you have anything to talk about before funeral? Before the funeral scene, because I have a lot oh. to talk about the funeral scene. I'm just thinking, like, I guess Jake is like the dumpster of all the mm. stuff that Steven is throwing out. Yeah, I hope mm. we get to see that. That would be awesome if we get to see a tragic, um, pain-filled, rage-filled Jake Lockley. Because mm. this really is a character study show. Yeah. And- we've we've gotten to the point where there is more uh, Mark and Steven than there is Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. There's We're, we're coming By up on... Lot. Yeah. Half of the show, Kanchu was in it. Half of the show, Kanchu was not in it. Mm-hmm. So really, this is a character study of Mark Spector and his DID and his different personalities. So I would really love to see a tragic, pained, revengeful Jake Lockley in this last yeah, episode. Yeah, and to reveal the Jake persona, it'd have to, it'd have to make sense that they're just going to throw this personality mm-hmm. on us in the last episode. So I think everything... Uh, there's been little tidbits building in every episode, so when we finally get Jake, it all makes sense. We're like, yeah. of course Jake's like this. It's going to be one of those shows where we go back, and we're going to see all mm-hmm. these little hints that were sprinkled in, and it's all going to make sense, and it's going to just make this show even better watching it the second time. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but uh, you want to dive into that funeral scene, Micah? <sighs> man. Oh, man, the funeral scene. So uh, this funeral scene proves that Mark is first off uh, uh, he's Jewish this is the first Marvel Jewish descended character mm-hmm. that's uh, or main character at least I'm pretty sure there have been uh, Jewish mm-hmm. characters before but this is the first main character Jewish person uh, so that's pretty cool and then we also get um, we get the reveal of what Steven was doing on the phone and that just broke my heart man he didn't even have a, a phone call pulled up he never called his mom because you can see the screen. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a phone call. That was just the home screen. And that that was where I started tearing up, man. Yeah. Didn't you tear up at all in this episode? You feel I, got, I got emotional at the end with the sand when yeah. uh, when uh, Mark was screaming, no, 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 no. Oh, and the boat was flying away. Where did it hit you for, Parker? It was when I saw uh Steven like reaching his hand out and mm. slowly turning the sand. Like Mark, Mark. And that scene didn't hit me as much as the, the funeral scene. Cause we see we see Mark is in a bad spot, man. He mm. is he's he's 
outside. He's looking in. He's his dad's like, come on, come on in. You know, let me let me talk to you for a second or something. I don't know. He, we never see him. We never see him again after that. We see Mark. He's outside. He's drinking. He's drinking out of a flask and he starts walking down the street and he just breaks down. Mm-hmm. He just breaks down right there in the street in front of yeah. everybody. And that is, oof. Yeah. And we see that transition. He's Stephen. And he's like, what? Where am I? His eyes are still red. Yeah. He still has the tears on his face. But he's Stephen and he's happy and he's like, oh, where, where am I? Let me call my mom real quick. And, yeah. And he doesn't have anyone to call. He doesn't call anybody. He's talking to himself. Yeah. And that's that's Stephen's whole character. It, yeah, it's <sighs> so was, tragic. And also in episode two, you get uh, Mark tell Stephen before now there was a line drawn between us mm-hmm. and we've been questioning what broke now everybody line. knows everything now we know yeah. that it was the death of mark's mom that meshed the the personalities together because yeah, the source of mark the reason that mark split was because of his mom and now she's out of the picture mm-hmm. so now there's no reason steven has to exist but he does there's no changing that so how does this timeline work then? So we got through the p- funeral th- scene. Mm-hmm. Was Layla in the p- picture yet? So Layla, uh, he, sh- she was married to Mark at that point, I believe. At that because, point? Did you see a ring on the finger or anything? I didn't Because it says uh, two months before this day, I think yeah. it's revealed that she the died. The funeral took place. Yeah. yeah. The funeral took place two months before this episode. And when, oh, Layla, okay. when Layla calls Mark, she's like, you haven't been here for... Four months? Was it four I think, months? I think so. Oh, I think it might okay. have been two months. So that very moment that we see here is when Stephen takes control for a long time. And that's when Mark takes a back seat because he... he it was to, that traumatic for When him. Layla is introduced, Stephen said that uh, this is his mom's flat. And she's like, oh, you guys are talking again? She doesn't know that his mom was Oh, oh yeah. That's okay, true. so Layla and Mark were together while his mom was alive. Mm. So he can confirm that. So it goes, Layla's marriage, Layla and Mark's marriage, mom dies. Then Stephen takes full control because Mark takes a back seat. Mm-hmm. And then we get the museum. We get um, everything that transpires there. The only thing we don't know now is the scarab. Where did the scarab come from? So why, out of nowhere... Does he go for the scarab? Was it Jake Lockley? Was well, it he was at he was going for the scarab to stop Arthur from bringing back on because he was Moon Knight at the Yeah, that's back. when Moon Knight comes into Yeah. Play. So at what point does Yeah, yeah, when when does the dad die? Where is that on the timeline? The dad? I don't not 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 uh Mark's Lay- dad, Layla's dad. Where does Layla's oh. dad die in this timeline? Is it that after is- the marriage, after the funeral? That so is after Steven takes over. Last episode uh, Layla says that they met because of that's right that's death. right okay so that was before the funeral so it goes Stephen gets Moon Knight powers I mean Mark gets Moon Knight powers after alright so his dad or Layla, <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy oh boy here we go <laughs> Layla's dad dies Mark gets powers Mark meets Layla tries you know he feels guilty they marry I don't know if the intentions of marriage were good, but they marry. Well, we can see that Mark really does care about Layla. Yeah, yeah, Mark does care about Layla. Mark does care about Layla. And then we get the funeral. Mm-hmm. He exiles himself. Uh, he 
he breaks off from Layla. Yeah. Then the funeral happens. Because she remember she didn't know that his mom died. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he pro- yeah. he probably started pushing Layla away when he realized Arthur was after her. Mm-hmm. He's like or Moon Knight, yeah, Kanchu, Kanchu, that's right. When Kanchu was there. It's so confusing because there's, there's like five different characters related to this one person. Because <laughs> he's Mark, he's Jake Lockley, he's uh, Stephen Grant, he's Kanchu as well. He's the avatar of Kanchu. And then Mr. Knight? Mr. Knight, yeah. He's Mr. Knight, Moon Knight. <laughs> he's got so many different aliases. Uh, but yeah, we. I love this episode because it tied everything together. It really solidified the timeline pretty much. Of where everything lies and why he did what he did, why he gave control over to um, Stephen. Stephen, and now the only question we have left, but it's minor, is uh, at what point did he go for the scarab? At what point did he get this scarab? Because it wasn't from that dig yeah. site. So we have it enough. Different. We have enough answers to where we can jump into current day now and just focus on stopping. Arthur and Ahmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the character study is just about complete. Yeah. We're we're missing a good third of it though because Jake Lockley, but still we have a we, good portion of the time. We've unlocked the past. Mm-hmm. We know what's happened. Yeah. We have enough of mm-hmm. Stephen and Mark. Yeah, and uh, we want to talk about the uh, the the scene scene where uh, Mark dies, Contra resurrection. Ooh, yeah. You guys, you got hit a lot more for you guys, so you guys talk about it. <laughs> Mark dies, Conchu resurrects him. That yes. scene in the tomb, not the sand scene at the end. Oh, I think you guys were talking about the sand scene. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, where he gets his powers. Yeah, yeah. when he becomes Moon Knight. We get to see Abdullah. Abdul? Is it Abdul Abdullah. or Abdullah? Abdullah. Abdullah El Fuli. We get a name drop. Ethan, do you know anything about this name drop? Raul Bushman. Bushman. He uh, he was part of the team with Mark Spector to raid the tomb, or raid the you know was it a tomb? Yeah, yeah. yeah he was part of part of that team, mm-hmm. but then he ultimately uh, just killed everybody, right? So what are his motives? <laughs> what are what are Bushman's motives? Do you know anything about Bushman? Besides? I don't know much about Bushman. No, no. I think it's greed. Greed. So is he is he hired by an upper? Authority, or is he on his own? I don't know. I, it might not even tie into the the greater story. You don't think so? Okay, but it's got to. It's got to. Yeah, because he he's not dead yet. He's still alive, as far as we know. Yeah, I think he, he would still he, be alive. He's casted for the show, right? I didn't see him on the IMDb. If he is, then what's his name again? Raul. Raul Bushnell. Bushman. 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 <laughs> Bushnell. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see any Bushman, and I don't see a Raul. Yeah, I don't see anything. So he's not casted in the show. We will not see him. I don't think we will, though. I don't think we ever will see him. I think he's just going to be this uh, this killer of Uncle Ben starting. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man 3 resolved it, but... They didn't name drop him, though. Yeah, they name so, dropped him. I don't think we'll see him in this know. show or a future show. I think he's just minor enough where it wouldn't matter as much because... We see Mark taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. So I think it would ruin that taking responsibility if he were to go get vengeance of this dude. So. Fist of vengeance. Yeah. I'm vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that scene was was crazy because you see you see Kanchu manipulating Mark mm-hmm. as he's dying. Mm-hmm. And Steven, he points out to Mark, he's like, he, w- he was trying to manipulate you the whole time. Yeah. And it really turns turns Kanchu into the, the villain. 
in this scene. Mm. You know, sure, he resurrects Mark. Yeah, yeah Steven sees yeah. right through Kanchu's mm -hmm. manipulation, and Mark is still defending him. Mark is still, did you guys realize that? Mm -hmm. Mark was still defending him. He was like, yeah, I, you know, I was going to die. I was just going to be doing what I always did. And and that's serving some dude who wants me to be their hitman. Mm -hmm. So, man, I, I, I really like that scene. <laughs> yeah, so we jump into the, the final scene. I got one more scene uh, we kind of yeah, skipped over. So cool. you, you guys were talking about how um, that could have been Jake Lockley with the nose breaking. Yeah. Um, so we see him in the therapy scene. We see Mark in the therapy scene uh, because yeah, we are, then, we've already seen we see him. Steve. And then he takes, Stephen takes over. What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about that scene? It's just so Stephen and Arthur talking. It was interesting watching Stephen and Arthur talk because right away Stephen's like, whoa, whoa, what's what's happening here? Yeah, and then Arthur's, and then Arthur's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're 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 Stephen now. I never thought I'd be able to talk to you again. Yeah, and that he actually is like, let, let me call your mom. Mm -hmm. Let me dial this phone number up. He doesn't even Stephen doesn't even take the phone. He's just like, no, he, he at, stares at it. It mm -hmm. zooms you, in and then it cuts out. Did you hear it? The phone, it was just a beat, it was a buzz all the time. It was a, you know, when you pick up oh. a phone and you don't type anything, it's dead just dead noise. Yeah, dead noise. He never did anything on the phone. It was all because that's exactly what Steven does. He just holds up the phone. So, so do we agree that this asylum stuff is all in his head? I think it's all in it. Yeah, it's, it's got to be all in his head. So, another thing, Arthur is working through, he is a good therapist for Steven. It's exactly what Stephen needs. Mm -hmm. It's exactly what Mark needs. I don't know if it's exactly what Jake needs. I don't know what Jake needs, but <laughs> but yeah, we we see that oh, right off the bat. I love how when Stephen pops up, he's like, "Oh, you got you got a little haircut and you you got you got your tash, a little tash, your little tash. <laughs> you got a little Ned Flanders thing going on." <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And then Arthur brings up the questions. Do you think you created Stephen to hide from your mom? Or did Stephen create Mark to punish his mom? And he says this to Mark. He actually. says this to Mark before Stephen Earlier, comes in. Yeah. And I, I wrote those questions down because I thought it was going to be, ooh, was Stephen the original? I don't know. So it, it got me questioning again. Mm. But, you know, they, they prove it that Mark was the original. I just I just thought that it was uh, one last uh, one last question before... They uh they they drop the reveal, so it was it was good. They use every ounce of that su that suspense, mm -hmm. so that was good. Well, he doesn't butt in right away. Yeah, he, it takes him a second. Like uh, after he asks Mark those questions, it goes back to Mark and Stephen together, and then I think after no after he asks Mark those questions, they go into the room, mm -hmm. and then once they see young Mark turn into Stephen. They walk out, and then all of a sudden, now Stephen is in the therapist's office. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. This 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 uh, episode did an amazing job answering the question that Arthur brings up: of Do you think that you created Stephen, or did you think you created Mark? So, I, I yeah, really like and that. I think all of that is just it's like we obviously know we're like, yeah, Mark, Mark's a real guy, mm. but like just the the oops the not <laughs> the not knowing that Stephen. Steven doesn't know yeah. that he's not the real one. You know, and that revelation and might not be huge for us, but it's huge for Steven's character. And really it's perfect for this next scene because it brings a close to the whole Steven arc. 
Mm-hmm. This really mm-hmm. could be. If this were the end of Steven, I would be. I would be fine with it. I mean, I'd be sad, but mm-hmm. that would be it's uh, a satisfying arc. It would be a satisfying sure. arc because we get the end of Steven. We get the whole yeah. timeline of Steven. We get the beginning. We get when he takes over, and we get the end. And yeah, and this is my thing. If if Moon Knight is coming back as a character, I think Steven also has to come back. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. for more appearances because it just is. It just is an intricate part of this character. But if Oscar Isaac is only signed on for this role, and this is all he's going to do in the MCU, then I think this could very well be Steven's death. Mm. Mm. So it's just about future appearances at this point. Do you guys want to talk about the only fight scene in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the, the show's been amazing that way because, like we pointed out last week, some character traits to some heroes are they're good at punching people. Yeah. But this, like, we've had, what is this, the second episode in a row without Moon Knight? Yeah. And it... These last two have been so good. And it's like, like suit. the first one, like there wasn't any fight scenes other than you briefly see Moon Knight beating up that jackal. Yeah, and, and then the, the cuts the from Steven to Steven again. Yeah. So and I, the, yeah. This is what a good good show can do is give us these rich character moments. And this episode was so rewarding yes. just watching these yes. past few episodes when you get to the climax of all these arcs mm-hmm. and all the emotions are punching at the same time. It just it just is so good. And just the writing and the editing in this episode was fantastic. I loved it when Steven said, you got this, Mark. You got this. Oh, well, I got this, too, because I'm you. And then he starts he starts taking matters into his own hands, too. And he, he really uh, – that that's why I think that this is the most satisfying ending to Steven we can get. Is like because he had the opportunity to be the sole owner of the body. Yeah. But instead he chose to save Mark. I don't think and, that he was ever thinking that, but – uh, he, but it was his opportunity. Yeah, he he knew that he had a he had an obligation. You know, actually, I think that he helped because he knew that he wasn't the owner of the body. He wasn't. Yeah. The he he was a secondary to Mark. He I think he came to terms with that. Yeah, and that that's got to be tough mm-hmm. just to come to terms with that your their whole life was fake. That imagine if you. Have you found out that you weren't even real this whole time? Yeah. You guys would tell me that, right? If I were a different personality, a different... No, I wouldn't. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe I don't even know. People at uh, Mark's Museum don't know. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. So what may- if I'm a different... <laughs> what if I'm moonlighting as a different person oh. at night? That's moon, why I'm so tired. Moonlighting? Moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at, I just... Uh, uh, Steven was going crazy with that baseball bat. Yeah. Just I wrote down... Uh, just reminded me of Negan. I don't know if you guys uh, get that, but my no, I saw that season. That. I saw that season of Walking Dead. What are you talking about? He's only in one season, right? Never comes back. Uh, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the Alexander stuff. This is just this is just spoilers for the MCU, not the Walking Dead. <laughs> but yeah, this episode, how to how to fare? Well, wait, wait. I, uh, so then another question I have is, where did Tara go? Tyrette? Yeah, for, for when he <laughs> takes control of the boat. Yeah, and she just dip. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm out, I'm out. She's a goddess. I don't think she was really supposed to interfere with that. Yeah, it's her thing. She's just like, I'm getting you here, but now mm-hmm. these soul demon things are crawling out of the sand said, trying like, to kill you. Your scales are still unbalanced. You, your time is up. Why does it take time for the scales to balance if they're... I guess it wouldn't be well, physics-based. To... It's not physics-based. It's morality-based. <laughs> They had to resolve everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The scales couldn't balance until yeah. 
the Mark and Steven stuff. And was. when Steven dies, Mark now accepts that he takes the full responsibility. Mm-hmm. Well, the scales were balanced before that, weren't they? Yeah. Before no, Steven died? Oh. It was when Steven dies is when the snail That's right. The scales snap yeah, they were getting balance. really close. Mm. They were really close. Mm-hmm. They, they were still moving. So um, eventually they balanced once Steven turned into sand. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, that feels so good. That's why it's like it if Jake, so good. if Jake Lockley's part of this story, then he's obviously not as big of a personality as Mark be, mm. or as yeah. Steven because of all this scale yeah. stuff. Because I think they just dumped all the bad stuff on him and locked him away, mm. like in the like sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Mark has never had to use Steven or use Jake the way he has had to use Steven. So he's had to use Steven to get away from these things and feel um, and numb the numb the emotions, I guess, for himself. But so, he's never had to use the emotions. So maybe um, when his mother was abusive to him, Steven was made. But mm-hmm. how about when his brother died, that's when Jake was made. The death of his brother caused that trauma. And then his mother mm-hmm. abusing him caused another trauma, and that's how that personality was made. Because who knows? Even that room full of dead people, like we've already established, Mark remembers everything. He could have been made uh, same time as Stephen, though. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna go all in. It was Stephen. I'm gonna go all in and say Stephen was created at the same time as Jake. They are complete opposites of each other. You can't have Stephen without Jake. And now that Stephen is gone. When Mark has to go to someone or transfer power, it will automatically go to Jake or something. I'm throwing out a bunch of ideas, so I'm right every time mm-hmm. for, for the next episode. Because so you it can be, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, it could be tons of things. I said it, guys. Look at the soundbite from last week. I yeah, uh, uh, Ben, you can uh, cut everything except for the one I was right on. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Parker? What's your theory on Jake? Um. Well, so. Oscar Isaac did tease that we may get another suit of Moon Knight. Did he? And I think it was a tweet, maybe. So, I mean, if anything, my guess is would be it's probably going to be Jake. Mm. I think Jake's suit could be the uh, the, the Moon Knight suit with the, the, the white cape, but his face is all blacked out. Mm. So I think that would be really cool. What was the... Uh, so I was just in a phase zero today, and they were breaking down Moon Knight, and they said there was... Uh, an opposite of Moon Knight, where he is uh, as a black suit. Night Moon. Night Moon. Night Moon. <laughs> it's like Black Knight or Moon Black or Black something. Knight. Isn't that something else? Black Knight is the dude from Game of Thrones that's in Eternal. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his name. But no, uh, episode wise, best one for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. It's it's good in. It's a the best episode for lore for sure. Mm-hmm. Is it the best Moon Knight, like donning the costume, wearing you know all that? No, because that would be episode what three or whatever. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, that that was the best Moon Knight episode. This is the best Mark Spector episode. This is the one where we get all the character development, the best lore, the best everything. I love this yeah. episode the most. This yeah, this one's easily mm. top tier and four and five together. I think going right into each other is it's. Some of the best Marvel content yeah. we've had. Yeah, ever. and uh, it's getting me really excited. And this show, mm-hmm. where is it placed so far for you guys right now? Definitely, where is it placed? Definitely yeah. top of the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, or I, for Marvel at least. Mm. 
it all rests on this finale. Right now, it's number two. I still got Loki number one just because Loki had. Where's WandaVision for you? Three. WandaVision three. Okay. It, this has beat WandaVision just just barely. Yeah, but I'd say it's WandaVision does me. edge, lose a little points for me in some episodes and some storylines. But this this show, if they can land this finale, I think it could easily pass Loki. I just think Loki was just so consistent and fun that, mm-hmm. and ultimately revealing Kang at the end of that was crazy. So if if they can stick the landing in this, it will surpass Loki and and be the best show on Disney Plus or uh, best Marvel show uh, behind Daredevil, of course. Oh, sure, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so now we're left with one question. So final scene, final shot. We have up up to this final shot. We have Mark. Mark's plan was to go back to the over uh, go back to the overworld, I guess you'd call it, and revive Kanchu. Before he goes, so they can heal the wounds, uh, become Moon Knight, destroy Amit, all that fun stuff. But now he's in the field of reeds. Field of dreams. Yeah. Field of dreams. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so Parker, do you know anything about the field of reeds? Um, is there escaping this? Is he done? Is this the end? Well, of- I think Tauret said that he has to get to the field of reeds and then go to Osiris. Okay. Because if he I thought he had to go to the council thing first. Well, Osiris is head of the council. As soon as the scales yeah. balanced, he got sent to the field of reeds. So, like the boat trip was that was his time to figure out and get his scales balanced. Yeah. And if he couldn't by then, then he'd go. To, yeah. Because if his scales are balanced, you're not going to send them back. Because I that thought means, they were going to go to uh, Osiris's temple or whatever it was. Castle. To, yeah. yeah, castle. Had to like talk gates. To, to talk he said to that his scales had to balance before they get there. Because otherwise, there would be no chance of him going back. Because we're not going to send someone with unbalanced skills back to the overworld. So is Osiris in the Field of Reeds? Are we going to see Osiris? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Because that would, that would make things complicated if he's by himself in the Field of Reeds and there's no way out. And <laughs> <laughs> what 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 do you think? Would would you like that if if that's if the end? Of that's it? how Moon Knight ends. Well, then what's episode six? Layla. It's Lay- just Layla, Layla dons the cowl and becomes Moon Knight. Revives Kanshu, <laughs> becomes Moon Knight. Well, how is she going to revive Kanshu? I don't know. She'll figure it out. <laughs> she'll figure it out, Parker. Yeah. So how's, you're saying... How is Mark supposed to get out of the field of reeds? So you're that's saying... That's the end of the line. Okay. <laughs> I know what happened to Layla because we know that Arthur freed Amit because yeah. all the souls started dropping down. Mm-hmm. So At this Layla point, I think Mark... Right there. Mark, yeah. So Mark and Steven were done. That was their conclusion. Now Layla's Moon Knight. <laughs> that would line up with the Jeff Lemire run, wouldn't it? No, not no? really. Oh, I thought you said the Jeff Lemire <laughs> run ends with... Uh, it it ends with uh, Mark ultimately coming to terms with his personalities, and he crushes the head of Kachu in his, he- in his hands. Whoa. And then, <laughs> and then he says, I don't know. It's something like, I don't know what's been real, what's been fake, but... All I know is I am Moon Knight, and then mm. it ends. So, or something along the lines. Okay. I'm not. I'll have to reread it, but it's pretty close to that. It would be interesting if Layla becomes Moon Knight, especially since I mean we know Oscar Isaac isn't contract for anything more. What if I think that would Layla be the coolest becoming. ending if we got a satisfying ending to Mark Spector as a character. This is the end of the line for him. He ends in the field of reeds, and then we see Layla take Moon Knight from here on. And that's why we haven't had... That's why it's a limited series for Moon Knight. And that's why we'll see Moon Knight later, but as Layla. Wow. 
That, that would be the coolest, most tragic ending. <laughs> but I would, think Marvel would get a ton of backlash. But they I have think. so many properties that why not take a chance with that? Why not do that with one of them? I, where it's not a satisfying ending for I the don't character. necessarily hate that idea. I think there's goodness in it. But if that's the end of Mark's character, you got to give us a little more in the next episode. Because we haven't even gotten yeah. Jake Lockley. Yeah. Yeah. I think there will definitely be more of Mark in the next episode. Um, but that would be – it would be interesting to see it, Layla as Moon Knight going forward. It just wouldn't feel right if we didn't get any Mark next episode. It was just Layla. Yeah. I It'd think there be, is still a little bit more to Mark that we need to see. And <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about that either because I'd love – I'd you need the – you need it to be uh, Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. You need Moon Knight to be Mark Spector. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be a really bold move on Marvel to, to do that. I would love Marvel more <laughs> if they did that. But like, oh, we need a... We I would have so much respect. It would be just like Infinity War. Marvel you know? doesn't take that many big risks like that. Like, Infinity oh, War was we, the last one they did, and that was... That's my what, favorite Marvel. Thing? I, yeah. That wasn't a risk. That's different, though. They brought everyone back. I know, but they didn't. They left us for a full year. Oh, by the way, uh, today is the anniversary for Endgame. Endgame oh. is, what, two years, three years old now? Wow. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I I thought Infinity War was so good because of that tragic ending. You didn't know where it was going to go next. And if they end us with, well, we maybe he makes a deal back. with Osiris. He has to come back by the end of the episode. I don't know. Oh, like Osiris sends back, but he... On After the, his yeah, at the stroke of midnight, his his mm. dress disappears and his glass slippers, <laughs> <laughs> his carriage turns back into a pumpkin. You know, <laughs> I don't know a lot of. I think we just, I think we just wrote the perfect finale to midnight. Yeah, he comes back in his blue ball gown. Uh, <laughs> Realistically, though, what yeah. do you think, Parker, for this finale? Final um, answers. I think the most probable thing that will happen is he'll get Osiris at, to let himself and Kanchu come back just this once to beat Amit on the condition that after they beat Amit he's back to the underworld. And then maybe we'll see Layla as the next Moon Knight. That'd be cool. Micah, you? Finale of Moon Knight. Well, The conclusion Parker's of this may- story. Parker's maybe more Probable, but <laughs> I think it would be better. You want Layla? To, you want Layla to don the suit? Yes, I I think they've been they've been teasing that. They've been teasing Jake. What if they do that? What if Jake is the one that gets revived? I don't know. There's a lot of different ways they could <laughs> they can take it. I think that we're definitely gonna have some sort of interaction with Osiris. We're definitely gonna have to have some bartering with how. Mark is going to get back to save the world from Amit. Um, we're going to... I really think we're going to see Jake. There's no way they can't have an ep- this final episode without Jake. So Agreed. Yeah. For- I, I really think Layla's going to down the cowl. <laughs> you legit? I, I, legit. They've All been right. teasing it this whole series. I think... they got to. I think that's a cool idea, Micah, but I do not want to see that in the finale. Mm-hmm. I... I want this finale to go like this. You know, he uh, confronts Osiris, mm-hmm. talks to him, convinces him, they do something, they get Kanchu, uh fixed in stone. He's like, hey, yo, 
Um, all these souls are pull, pouring into this. It's uh, Arthur, so he's trying to resurrect Amit. You gotta, you gotta resurrect Kanchu so I, I can come back to life and stop this. So he makes a deal with Osiris. He comes back. Then Layla's back in the story, and Stephen's probably back in the story. Something with Jake is addressed, and then they take down Arthur before he can resurrect Amit. Mm. Uh, that's what I would like to see. And but, it's definitely a wild card for me. Uh, <laughs> That I don't. I that think she's theory, be, I that think your theory about moving. her being Moon Knight is is interesting, but I, I just don't think the Marvel fans would react. We will well see. That. We will see. That's a very big risk for Marvel. Yeah, massive. massive. Marvel doesn't take very many risks. <laughs> well, uh, final question: um, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so, uh, theories? Any any new developments? We got one more week. One more Moon Knight episode. Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati confirmed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for... But no, episode six will come come out before Multiverse of Madness The day too, before so. we go and see it. So yeah. hopefully we'll get that podcast recorded. And I think Ben's going to come on. Join yes. us for that one. The so legend. That would be awesome. Ben Rayside, the legend. The man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't... I think that's about I it. Know. I think post credit scene for Moon Knight will... Be able to theorize a little better. Yeah, but so we got what do we got coming up? Coming up this uh, this weekend, this Monday actually, we'll have a X two X Men United dropping. You know, me, Micah, and Ben will be covering that. So tune in for that. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. I haven't rewatched it yet. I haven't no. watched it yet either. I gotta watch it. I'll probably watch it tomorrow night. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that should be a fun one. And uh, other than that, are we good, guys? Yeah, you got any Multiverse of Madness next, uh, next week? We got season finale next week for Moon Knight. Honestly, I think I'm more excited for the season finale of Moon Knight than I am for Multiverse of Madness. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking one things one thing at a time. I'm too. excited for both of them, though. Yeah, but, I, I definitely am excited for both of them. But Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that movie is. Doctor Strange and the Mom. Yep, Mom of Madness. <laughs> That's what <laughs> today's episode was Mom of Madness. Oh, do you guys see. Um, <laughs> You guys see this week they announced how much Stranger Things episodes cost? Yeah, what was it? 30, 30 million, million each. An ep- that's each? insane. Yeah. Holy cow. An episode, yeah. And this series... How many episodes are there? Uh, nine. There's yeah, nine. nine. And um, all the Disney Plus Marvel shows, they're 100 to 150 million for the whole show. 30 million that's, per episode. Yeah, 30 million per that's why. That's why you can see that Moon Knight is taking its... Taking his time with the budget, because uh, and hopefully this uh, it's a lot cheaper. Stranger Things will pump some juice back into Dude, to Netflix because they they need it bad. They they do. Yeah, Netflix I was has to, to stay alive long enough to release the rest of JoJo Part Six. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Well, you want to close this out, Ethan? Yeah. Th- for those of you guys that <laughs> stuck with us, thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed it, give us a give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, I'm I'm Ethan. I'm Parker. I'm Micah. Yeah, that's Rich Wood <laughs> downstairs banging away, hammering, <laughs> hammering away. If you guys heard hammering noise, it's uh, it's because you know we're recording in church and people are serving right now. But yeah, thanks for joining us, and we hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week.